Welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Hi, and welcome to the Manager Map Podcast Show. This show is designed to give you actionable and practical help and advice, which will improve your management skills and get you the best results you can. Make sure, if you haven't already, take the time to subscribe to the show. You'll never miss an episode and share it with anyone else you think might enjoy it. Also, can you do me a massive favour and rate wherever you get your podcast this show. It drives people to find us a bit more and hopefully improve some more leaders and managers in the future. Without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. Well, congratulations uh, or commiserations. Um, no, let's be positive about today's show. Congratulations, you've been promoted. You've been after that role for so long, but you've got it. You're a manager of people now. Not a lone wolf, but a leader of a pack. You know, it's hard. You know, let's face it, it's hard to step up to that new plate. You've shown, in theory at least, and maybe in practical steps, that you are ready for the next level up in your career. You're ready for the big league. And everything's great because, of course, you've watched so many managers and leaders before you mess it up. There's no doubt you're going to be better. You're going to be the greatest manager in the world. You know, you're starting out with this. I know how to lead this. I've been here for X amount of years. I've got all these skills. I know what I'm doing. But what's got you here might not necessarily get you there. It's good having the skills. You know, you've got the trade. No doubt about that. But are they really going to help you when it comes to leading a team? And there's a lot of big pitfalls that people can fall into because what they do is you find that people are promoted because they're good at what they did, but fail when it comes to what they need to do in leadership. Some of it's because they can't make that leap. They still want to be one of the team. And you are a part of a team, don't get me wrong, but they're different. They like the camaraderie. They like being one of the them and not the us, which obviously us evil managers are. Others can't stop doing what they did before. They want to be hands-on. They don't like to show others what to do. They'd be quicker for me to do it, which is great for your people who you're leading. Firstly, you don't trust them. And secondly, they can sit down and let you do the work. Well, win-win. But your boss ain't going to want to have to see that, either. I've seen it many, many times. Really, really good people with skills being promoted into positions which unfortunately, without the right guidance, can soon find themselves in an unhappy place. And it's partly down to the managers who promote them. You have to give the people a different set of skills and mindset when you do that step up. But it's also on the individual to expect to need to change. They need to understand that individuals have to change when it comes. Now, hoping today's show... It's just around giving you a couple of tips on how new managers can be supported and should go through to try to be the best they can. It's not something that happens overnight. It takes years and years sometimes to really get good. And I still think I'm not so good. I'm learning every day. But let's have those top five. So you're a technical expert, but now you need to be a strong people and communicator. And that can sometimes not be the same. If you've been great at being an engineer, for instance, and fixing something, and you're the man to go to, or woman to go to, when something goes wrong, now you're going to have to start thinking about how I can develop people to do that and communicate to them. 
and you've got to take more time now to listen than talk. I know, most people think managers talk more than they listen, and maybe some do, but that's the idea. You need to listen. So, tip number one, you need to become an active listener. You need to engage with your team and the people who are going to work for you and stop talking, start listening. The old analogy, two ears, one mouth. Listen twice as much as you talk. And that's difficult because you've been promoted, you think you're the bee's knees, whatever the bee's knees is, I don't know why that's such a good thing. But anyway, you're going for it. I'm going to, I'm going to be the man. I'm going to talk this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Actually, just listen for a bit. You need to listen to your people. You might think you know all the answers, but you don't. So tip number one, become an active listener. Tip number two, it's not about being liked. I know, I know, I know people don't see that these days, but it's not about being liked. You've got to be fair. You've got to be consistent. No doubt about that. But no favourites. You're not knowing consistency. You need to be hard when you need to be hard. You need to be soft when you need to be soft. I didn't say it was going to be easy, but you've got to be fair and consistent. You can't be there to be liked. You're never going to be the person who is always going to be popular. When you're in your teams, you might be the Jack the Lad or the person everyone thought were a good fun and, and uh, a good laugh to be around. Well, you know, now you're promoted, sometimes that's not going to be the way it is. You need to display consistency and fairness. You need to make sure that you're doing what's right for the company to make sure that they're successful. And unfortunately, this is the dichotomy of leadership, is that sometimes you need to have that idea of not being liked. If you take the military example, I'm sure most, if not all, of the leaders in the military, the, the sergeants, the lieutenants, the captains, wherever, care immensely about the men in their charge. But they are, and this is reality of it, going to have to put those people, the men and women, in dangerous positions. They're going to have to put them in positions where, predominantly, they're going to be at a chance of dying. You can reduce the risk, you can do everything you can, but the dichotomy of a leader is that you need to get the goals done. And unfortunately, in some instances, especially in the military, well, mainly in the military, you hope not in normal civilian life, you're going to risk that person's life. But you still care about them. And that's it. They're not always going to be liked. Your orders are not always going to be accepted with open arms. So that's tip number two. It's not about being liked. Tip number three, you're a role model. And actions will always speak louder than words. We know that. You can say you do this, but if you're doing total wrong thing when, when you're being watched, and not even when you're being watched all the time, you'll soon get called out. Your role model status ramps up as a leader. Say and do the right things. If it's about wearing your PPE, then wear your PPE. It's about parking in the right place. Park in the right place. Little things as you come through that door. If you're telling people to be courteous, be courteous, which is the only right thing to do. The big shadow of a leader, they call it. Whatever shadow you cast, people are going to see. And as soon as you break that rule, as soon as you cross that line, or don't follow what you say, people will remember. The 99% of the time you do something right, the 1% you do it wrong, people will see. So tip three, be a role model. Tip four, clearance and concise actions. Let's think of it this way. People who are in your charge, so the people who you have a direct line into, or, and you obviously have them as, uh, as your directs, they're not mind readers. You need to make sure that your team, unless they are full of mind readers, which would be brilliant, or not, they're not mind readers. So you need to make sure you're getting the expectations, setting expectations, setting actions, and then measuring the results that you expect from them. 
you know, you might feel that you've been clear, but that's a mistake. You know, not everyone who follow you is going to understand. So let's make sure you are clear and concise with what you do when you're putting over your actions. So make sure that everyone on your team knows what their part is to play in delivering the results. So tip number four is to be clear and concise. And tip five, a real difficult thing for me, and I think for most people, is that as humans, we have emotions. Now, it doesn't mean you don't have emotions, because you're humans, but be aware of your emotions as a new manager and even as an old manager. Acting on impulse, using those unconscious biases, you know, we know you're human, you know you're going to react, but you're going to react and regret. So make sure, tip five is around being aware of your emotions, taking the time to stop, step back before you go and say something or do something which you would regret. Because as I've said in the tip number three, you are a shadow of a leader. So be aware. If you need to take a breath, then move away from the situation or go take advice and counsel from somebody else. But be aware of your emotions. So tip five, be aware of your emotions. It's never easy, <laughs> but it's always very rewarding. That's all I say to people. Never easy to follow the path to become a, a manager. And it's hard because, you know, you have got to um, move and turn and, and make different decisions when you're a leader. And you've got the idea of your boss giving you things coming down, your team come, coming up, and you're in the middle. But as long as you look at those ideas of being a respected and successful manager is built around the facts of you always be a listener, be concise and fair, be the role model, always set actionable uh, and achievable goals for your team and be aware of the emotions and what you do. And that's going to help you. You've still got to find your own way. You've still got to find your own voice and the own way of doing things. Every manager is slightly different and does it in a different way. But I find if you use those five as a good grounding going forward, it sets you up in your first few years of being a manager. Well, thanks for listening. And as always, really keen to hear your thoughts on the show, both good and bad. So please send your feedback because it's a gift to managermatpodcast at gmail.com. Answer all my, the emails myself. I know, I don't have a secretary. Just do it all myself. I'm amazing. And would love to engage on new, I'll read some old topics if I can. That'd be great. One more thing. Um, if you could, and you should, apply what you've learned today. Take these five tips and make sure that what you're doing today makes be- better for you tomorrow as a manager. Right, well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this manager map podcast we hope you found it interesting helpful and actionable one last thing please leave a quick review on itunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of manager Matt. if you haven't already done so please subscribe to the podcast and if you did like anything in particular send an email to manager podcast at gmail.com or visit managermat.co.uk for more content feedback is a gift So let's keep giving. See you next week.